Welcome to the Aptivate Podcast, a podcast for mobile marketers brought to you by Remerge. I'm Brian Altman, Director of Sales here at Remerge. When you hear my voice, I'll be talking to marketers from gaming apps about strategies, best practices, and industry trends for running campaigns across different regions of the world. All right, so here we are for another iteration of the Remerge Aptivate podcast, calling in from New York. Here you're your host, Brian Altman, and we're really excited to have a guest calling in from Turkey, Istanbul, Mert Chamur. How you doing, man? Calling in and working for Game Guru. How's it going? Thank you, Brian. I'm very excited and happy to be here today. So I hope that I have provided the useful information for those who listen to us. We are hoping that too. I'm sure it'll be very useful. Usually the information that our guests provide is very helpful, especially calling in from different regions and having different POVs on how to market games internationally, which has kind of been the theme of this podcast. So really excited to hear some stuff from you. And I'm sure our listeners are too. So really quickly, I always say this, but it's always important, I think, to understand the context of how you got to be where you are today, right? So it would be great to hear, number one, how you got to your role at Game Guru, and then what your current role entails. And I guess we'll just start there. So my career journey started about seven years ago. My first job at a small agency, then I worked three years as a UA specialist at Technacion, the biggest non-game publisher in Turkey. Afterwards, I worked as a senior performance marketing manager at Falatin, one of the most important startups in Turkey. I executed the whole operation, both the monetization and the UI side with my great team. Now I'm working as a marketing team lead at Game Group. So what makes me in this position today is actually hard work, having a good network, keeping myself updated all the time and learning as much as I can from everyone I work with. So I think the most important thing is to make mistakes and learn from them. And now I'm in the game room. Love it. And so have you always been in the marketing space or did you transition at any point from a role outside of marketing into marketing? Not really. I'm always on the UA side. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Very cool. I don't take the risk. <laughs> so UA specialist. Yeah. Like that. Awesome. And then. Yeah, Game Guru, obviously a really big publisher, especially in Turkey, but publishing games internationally. Could you tell us a little bit more about the company and your role there and what kind of games you produce? Of course. Game Guru is a mobile game company that produced both casual and hyper-casual games based in Istanbul. We released Slap Kings in 2020, and uh, Slap Kings was the most downloaded game in March with 46 million downloads. It was downloaded more than 100 million in its first year and ranked first on both the App Store and Google Play Store. Then we produced our arcade idol game. It's calling Army Commander. It's another successful game that entered the top charts in 2022 and reached 30 million downloads in just three months. Also, Army Commander was very important for us as the most downloaded game of March 2022. We are also on the top chart with our latest game, Upgrade Your Weapon, I think two weeks ago, it was so close. So 
If I talk about my role, I actually responsible for both UI and monetization. You can think of me as growth on Game Guru. I'm responsible for the UA team and the creative team and also manage the monetization operation. That's amazing. Those are some monster numbers in terms of installs. So like really, really impressive and definitely excited to like dig a little bit more into how you achieve those numbers and ask a little bit more about monetization as well. So maybe we can just get right into it and start talking about number one, how do you optimize your app based on user behavior in different countries and regions? Like I said, this podcast has always been about how to market games internationally. And I know that with a lot of these games, user behavior can vary by different countries. So how do you optimize an app? Do you have different strategies for different regions or countries? Or do you kind of have a blanket strategy with some of these games? Very good question. So first of all, you have to make completely data-driven decisions. That's why you should set up a correct funnel in your application or game from the moment the users create the first session. So you have to follow to right events. You should understand well whether the user is using all the features you're offered. So to give an example, the boosters in the game may be used in one country and not in another. So here we need the improvements that will attract the attention of the users. You can play with the place of the boosters in the UI, change its design or timing. In other words, you make improvements to make this booster for the players to use. So to do this, you need to track the right events. If you track and analyze the right events, it will be an advantage for you to optimize the application according to countries. In addition, it is very important issue to analyze the level funnel KPIs such as rewarded interstitial on a country basis and to develop it accordingly. I think that's the point. That's great. And like, do you have different marketing strategies for different countries or in regions? How do those vary? Yes, right. Exactly. We have a different marketing strategies for different countries. With our campaigns, we try to reach users from different cultures, income groups, genders, education levels, and interests. That's why we differentiate our creative strategy, media planning, and monetization strategy according to countries. In fact, our marketing strategy differs both according to countries and according to the scale states of the game. Actually, I would like to phase the, our marketing strategy first. So at SoftLart, we focus on expanding our user pool and finding the best performing creative. While doing this, as we increase the numbers of users, we try to improve the monetization stack and set up the best performing waterfall. At the global launch, we try to optimize our creative and networks we use in our marketing strategy to be ROAS positive. For this, we need a strategy to localize our creative, follow the trends in the markets, we scale and interact with the users. So exactly, you should understand the funnel and the countries and the stage of the scale, I think. Awesome. Talking about like global launches of games, right? And I noticed Game Guru has definitely launched a lot of games in the past. So... I'm always curious to hear, how do you prioritize region when launching games? Are there certain regions that you prefer to launch in, you know, tier one, 
English speaking countries? Do you prefer to launch in Turkey and then expanding from out there? Or do you kind of take a more blanket approach, launch in a lot of different countries? Just curious what that initial strategy looks like when launching games and what countries do you launch in? Yes, Brian. We always prioritize the tier one English speakers. So we test with these countries like the US, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Then we create some global campaigns. That's like too many countries inside of that campaign. Then we try to find the best one in these campaigns. You should understand what is your CPI, what is your LTV in this country. So we try to, at the same time, optimize our monetization stakes and understand this country will be profitable or not. Then we decide we choose countries under these campaigns, as I mentioned, these global campaigns, and we try to get localized and uh, expand our user pool. Yeah, this is our strategy. That's great. It definitely sounds in line with like what I've heard other advertisers doing. And I guess that that's a good transition to like, how do you ultimately decide how you're going to allocate your marketing budget on a country or a regional level? And yeah, to further that, do you actually do it on a country level? Do you look at it at more of like a regional level? And how does that work? Yeah, maybe you can execute your UA operation in many countries at the same time. Here, the first issue you should pay attention to when allocating your budget between countries. Can you allocate a budget that meets the minimum learning threshold in the networks you work in? If you provide this, and if you are measuring the performance of that country correctly, you should make the optimization according to roles, because your priority will be to increase profitability. If you are using an MMP, it's easy to do for Android what can be quite difficult for iOS in order to make the correct ROAS optimization on the iOS side. You should analyze the data in your own BI tool. I'm not going to details of this subject at all. It can be a podcast topic on its own. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree. I think that talking about how to measure on iOS right now is more than a one podcast topic topic. So we could save that for another day. Going back to international markets, in your opinion, what has been your hardest market to break? I think my answer to this question is Japan. Well, they are quite close to the outside and have a culture of their own. Gaming is actually a lifestyle for them. So understanding their habits and cultures can be a bit of difficult due to the location we live in. Our habits and all cultures are so different. But with strict A-B testing strategy, it's actually not that hard to achieve. You just need a good plan. The things you test should give you improvements in the market you are having trouble with. That's why it's matter what you test and improve. We can give many examples such as the text you use, characters, music, level design. It is possible to achieve success by doing the competitor analysis in the market correctly. With the right planning and budget, I think success can be achieved in every market, but the point can be a bit of difficult. <laughs> I like the positivity and the encouragement to say that you can succeed in every market. I yeah. think when marketers hear that, they'll be yeah. happy. All right, I'm going to switch gears a little bit, right? Because I think your experience is interesting in that you previously have worked with 
and maybe at Game Guru as well, but studios that have worked with publishers to build out the games. And now Game Guru, it seems like is self-publishing, correct? Yeah, that's right. Awesome. So what advice would you give other marketers that are considering making the switch from working with publishers to actually self-publishing a game? And like, what are some things you wish you knew beforehand? Yeah. First of all, they should be brave, make mistakes and learn from their mistakes. Of course, it would be better if the cost of these mistakes were not high, but in fact, they should understand well what awaits them in this transition. Creating good relation with networks, having a creative team that follow trends, being able to analyze data and directing marketing strategy with the insight right from it are the most important issue. Likewise, iOS 14.5 limitation are the most important issue in this transition. They should definitely have a team with good technical knowledge. If they manage these things in the best way, there is no reason to be failed. If I need to ask for your last question, so I joined mm-hmm. the game crew to make this transition and I was very prepared for the process. That's why there wasn't much of a topic that I thought would be good to know. But of course, I follow the industry very closely to keep myself up to date. Yeah. Awesome. I want to also talk a little bit about creatives. We always hear how creatives can be really important, especially with user acquisition. You can find the right creative and it can bring down your CPI costs immensely. It's kind of what I've heard. So what are your thoughts around basically creative strategies for the international markets? Yeah. If I talk about how we casual, we don't localize our game for every market. However, if there is a highly profitable market that we really want to dominate, we must understand the dynamics of that geography. We need to keep a close eye on the habits of the players and the popular culture trends in that country. Creating a creative strategy that can attract the attention of players is an important issue in my opinion. So you should even shape your creative strategy according to the networks you use in that geo. Unfortunately, it's very difficult to be successful without paying attention to this. Yeah, of course. And like in terms of creative testing, do you actually see measurable changes when you're making slight differences in creative? Or do you focus more on like conceptual bigger changes to creative themes and whatnot? Yeah, I will say both of that. If we see results close to the results we aim for in test, we continue the creative iteration for some elements here. However, if the concepts we are working on is far from the KPI we are aiming for, then we focus directly on creating new concepts. So you should decide according to the results you get. You can iterate the same concept or create a new concept for better KPI. Gotcha. So a little mix of both. Great. So. For my last question, I wanted to ask, I've asked this to a number of people, but do you have a favorite country to break into or try and break into where maybe your games resonate with them better and you get like a lot of interesting feedback on your games? And then on the flip side, do you have any countries that you just despise breaking into? I know you mentioned Japan is very difficult, doesn't necessarily make it bad, but Yeah, just want to ask, do you have any favorite countries or do you have any least favorite countries to try and break into? Yeah, I think I can't call it like or dislike, but of course, I like to go to countries with high CPMs. 
although we put a lot of effort into decreasing CPIs, you get the result of the right optimizations faster. I think my favorites are tier one countries. There isn't a market don't like. Even if we get the bad results, we continue by learning something. But in fact, the markets where we make the highest profits are my favorite and the markets where we make a lose are less favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes actually a lot of sense to me for some reason. Okay, Mert. So thank you so much. We really appreciate you joining. This was super insightful and would love to have you back on at any time. Just yeah. give us a holler. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. That was great for me. And thanks for your invite. I hope it was useful. Definitely. All right, man. Take it easy. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for taking a break with us and listening to our weekly episode of Activate by Remerge. If you enjoyed what you heard, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and tell your friends about the podcast. The more people you tell, the further we can spread these awesome mobile marketing insights. See you next week.